And he's like, it takes the fun out of dating. Like mm-hmm. it takes the aha moment or like, you know, seeing someone across the bar, across the room and like, it takes the chase away. Hello, welcome to the Unprofessional Opinion Podcast, where we share our life experiences and offer advice for tackling life's many questions. I'm Heather. And I'm Morgan. And we are, well, not professionals, as you know by now. Uh, If you're new to us this season or you've been following along, we are diving into uh, the many questions that we've, you know, either asked or have been asked about different relationships that we have in our lives, like friendships, relationships with family, colleagues, romantic partners, really, you name it. Last episode, we gave our unprofessional opinion on building healthy relationships with siblings. And in this episode, I'm so pumped about Morgan. We're chatting about partnerships. So this is going to be a thick one. We got a couple episodes on this, but uh, this specific one, we'll be talking about how do I know I'm ready to put myself out there in the dating world after a breakup? Um, and then, you know, dating apps, how do I like survive this? Like this is yeah. excruciating. What do I do? So those, that's what we're going to be talking through today. Yeah, Heather, I feel like you have been just waiting, waiting uh, for this moment. I've been talking about this, yes, forever. It's just going to be like so fun to talk about. Like I feel like dating is like, like fun, but not, but like, it's so funny to talk about. (laughs) Like there's so many stories. So it will. And I just feel like you and I have just very different feelings on this. You're like, it's so fun. It's so exciting. I'm like, I hate everything, but yeah. (laughs) No, but I am excited because I feel like, yeah, like what the questions, especially that we're talking about today, I, you know, I think there's a lot of good information and feelings to dive into. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. But before yeah. we do that, I kind of want to just like, how has your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, yeah, tip- it's a Sunday. Just for those listening in, Maureen and I typically record on Sunday afternoons. So it's the Lord's Day. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a good week, a good weekend. Um, yeah, today I was telling you about this a little bit before, but Morgan had the best brunch with some girlfriends today, and it was so funny. We were talking about like just questions that were asking each other stuff, you know, like just really literally the reason we built this podcast was questions you ask your friends. And I was like, oh, we have an episode four. I was just being such like, I'm sure they were like, okay, that's a bit annoying, Heather. But it was so funny. I was like, this is literally what we're talking about. Hopefully that like people can really, you know, find value out of this. And it was so funny. Like it was one of those like three hour brunches that like went, I, I literally was hungry leaving it because we had breakfast and I was like, okay, it's like two o'clock. Like I'm kind of starving. Yeah, you're like <laughs> on to the next. Like you're on to the next. Yeah. And we, we'd like happy, sad, cried, like mm. ha- cried. So like cried so much that we were so happy for someone. And then like, like sad cried just about yeah. stuff going on. And it was like, that's so real. Like I, I was going to say, isn't that like the that. perfect depiction of like what life is though, of like, there are moments of like the pure ecstasy when you just like can't contain it and you're just happy crying. And then yeah. you're, you're facing like the tough stuff as well. And it's how cool so that real. you have, like, I think that's the other cool thing about this podcast and about like your brunch is like, it's bringing together all of the good rich conversations that we've had over the years with these really incredible people that are in our lives. So I'm excited to kind of see what nuggets of what y'all talked about, like show up in other episodes too. No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
And also in other news, you have bangs. Oh, whoa. They look great. Crazy. <laughs> You're like, like, off this, like Taylor Swift oh, vibe. Don't even, like, I, don't even, don't even I love it. her. No, I can't. No one, no, I, no one can rock the bangs like she Morgan, can. Morgan, you were there with Taylor. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. What an honor. Um, <laughs> But no, she definitely likes them better than me. But they're fun. It's like a nice little like. They're so fun. I was like, okay, bangs. I see you jazzy. Curtain. Okay. Feeling jazzy. Is that how you describe them? That's how I'm feeling. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how else to describe it. I do. They are kind really, of jazzy bangs. Yeah. Well, I like the. I just feel like in my life, adjectives that I really enjoy jazzy and groovy. I, I like yeah. really sum up a lot of things that I feel. Anyway, should we jump into it? Let's like, do like, it. Now I'm just starting to spiral. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it, Morgs. Yeah, let's okay, go. Okay, so let's start off with our first question. I okay. would love your thoughts on this. Obviously, I think this will trail into many different legs, you mm-hmm. know, and we'll chat about this. But okay, like so the spider. first question. Like a little spider. You know, the legs. Yeah, that's interactive. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but the first question was, how do I know I'm ready to put myself into the dating world after a breakup? So, what would you say? I would say there's no direct timeline. I think it's going to be different for everyone. And I think there's, you know, in that being different for everyone, it'll probably be different in different seasons kind of based on what did that relationship look like for you and what did that person maybe mean to you? Was it a an easier clean break where you were already kind of mentally separating while in the relationship? Was it something that you didn't see coming? There are so many factors that it can take like that, that you should, that kind of go into answering that question. I think for me, you know, I I can speak from my experience and then of course, like pulling from, you know, what I have watched friends go through. But I, I think when it comes to like knowing when you're ready, it, it, requires just so much internal reflection on figuring yeah. out like just where are you in the healing process where are you in terms of how much space is that person still taking up in your mind so when i look right. when i can so again speaking to my experience right i was in um like a numerous year relationship with someone who meant so so much to me right uh, they were like a very yeah critical and pivotal person, um, in that period of my life. And, um, so after that relationship, it took me like a while to feel like I was actually ready to move, like to be open, even yeah. just to be open to even to think about like going on a date, regardless if it's like, you're looking for your next soulmate or you're just just physically going on a date. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. even being like, uh, I had someone tell me once to like Morgan, you, like you're out in public and you look like you just have this giant X on your forehead. Like don't <laughs> approach me. And I was like, oh, but okay. like what? Like you had an RBF or something or like, what does that mean? I think, so. I think there's just like a, a natural body language, right? Yeah. That you of, like, yeah like, you can true. tell when you are out and about, like looking to see like, oh, that person kind of looks open and, you know, approachable. And I just think I was not approachable looking. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, but we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there, right? And so it it personally took me a while. Um, I felt a lot of and I don't know if you can relate to this. I felt yeah. because it took me a while, like I'm talking like over a year or more 
while of like you were in a like in terms of like number of years you were in it was it was multi-years so it's like there's like that whole saying what it's like it's like what is the saying like however many years you've been together it's like like half the time yeah I don't don't know if that's accurate but okay I don't know maybe maybe it is maybe for some people it is I don't know I don't even know where I fall on that um but I kind of felt like societal pressure a bit to be like okay like you should be over it by now. Like, yeah, move forward. It's not happening. So you felt like after what a it year, is. was it like after a year that you felt the pressure? Like when was kind it? Of, yeah, probably okay. like after a year that I start feeling like, okay, people are kind of overhearing about like me being sad about this. And like, they're like, oh, you know, starting to get, I guess starting to maybe get some more of the questions like, oh, are you putting yourself out there? Have you met yeah. anyone? How's that going? Yeah. And I would still be like, no. Nope. And the holidays like, are the not, worst. Just the what? Oh, the hallways? The holidays. Oh, the holidays. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. family questions, extended it's just family like questions. Yeah. You're like, yeah. All you know, my aunts and uncles are always like, okay, so like, how's it going? There's a lot of guys in Dallas. I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, how's it going for you? <laughs> Back off. No, I don't actually say that. But in my head, I might be. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you get it from a million <laughs> angles. So eventually somebody's got to crack. You know? You're like, yeah. I can't think anymore. It's like a couple that just got it, that just got engaged. Like, when are you going to have when you get married, when you have a baby, it's like, and then when you get married, you roll. Yeah. All of my married friends too have been like, when they've gotten married, everyone's like, so when are you going to have kids? When are you going to yeah. have kids? And I like, feel like, on. I know we're trailing, but I feel like that is like <laughs> sad. You know, like I truly think that like you should live in the season that you're in because if you don't, mm-hmm. then you're going to look back when you're 90, a hundred and I don't know about a hundred, but like, you know, science now. Um, So like, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I've like all these years flew by. Like that, yeah. would, that would be like my worst fear. I wouldn't feel like I truly lived every season. I was engaged, mm-hmm. was married, had kids. So anyway, tangent's over. But no, I, great I think tangent. Like, people are going to ask you those questions, but it's like truly like sit in those seasons, like sit in the season of singleness. Like when are you ever going to have so much alone time? I know it sounds like kind of bad, but like truly then you, when you have kids, you're like, man, I wish I had alone time. I was just with my friend a couple of weeks ago in like a Northeast Arkansas. And she was like, I don't have alone time. And I'm like, that's all I have right now. So <laughs> yeah, I There's uh, grass is always greener. Yeah. And I think something that you said that spurred a thought in me is it can sometimes be really difficult to have those same questions asked you over and over. Yeah. And I got really good advice one time where the person told me, find your one liner. And what I mean by that is like, pick the one thing that you are going to say in response anytime someone asks you. And when you have those people, because we all have them, who start trying to dig for the drama of wanting to know all these details that they don't need to be privy to, you have the one liner of like, it could be as simple as, um, I don't know, just like, you know what? No, no comment? Is that like what you say? It's it's like a nicer no comment, basically. It's like, you know, it's uh, just wasn't my forever person. Or, you oh, know, yeah. just in, I'm enjoying my time of life. And like, that's it. And people, I think, often get confused by that. And they're like, wait, what? No one's <laughs> and then like you just, that. yeah. Then you, and if they do, you just keep, you, you literally keep repeating the same thing. <laughs> and it is the best defense tactic because one, it makes them uncomfortable. And it yeah. kind of pulls them of like, hey, you're digging too much without having to be like what's happening in my head sometimes, which is please back off, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know. That's to kind of go on to a tangent. But yeah, I think going back to feeling societal pressure, 
you know, for me, when I knew I was kind of ready to be open, and that's not to say you never think about the person again, like they will drive across my mind anytime they well please. But you you know that you're open to, you know, seeing what could be possible with someone new. Yeah. And for me, I went on like a couple of date, like a date or two, because I'm not like a casual dater. And so that's just like never been me. And it and that's another added thing I think of like the anxiety for me of having to put myself back out there. But it's so scary. You you're so vulnerable. Yeah. Like I put myself out there yeah. and I was like, you know what? I'm definitely not ready. That was a mm. clear sign that this is not the time. And but that's then, totally okay. Just to get is. out there and just because re- sometimes you don't really know. Like what if you right. are like, you know, four or five months afterwards, you're like, I don't really know, but like let's just see. And then once you go then on you, one, then you know. Sure. And then, you, yeah, I was going to say, and then a couple months later, try a different one. I was like, okay, this this I'm more open to. Like, I, I feel oh, okay, okay. I feel like I'm in a better headspace. Like, okay. for me, that was helpful. What was um, the separation between those two different dates then? Like, I, mean, it was, I mean, it was months. Like, okay. Well, months. no, no, no. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask me. But no, honestly, that's real. You know? that, was, that was me. Um, and that doesn't – that's not to say that anyone who is faster off the draw – that that's bad. It's not. It's going to be different. But I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious for you though. Like, how do you navigate that question? Yeah, I feel like at least my answer to that, my unprofessional opinion is like, it's whenever you're ready. There's no like one size fit all with like how to handle breakups, when to know to move on next, which is, you know, specifically this question. But it's like, if you were like so heartbroken, whether that's just like from whatever happened or just how long the actual relationship was, like heal, like find your healing journey and just do it. Like just mm-hmm. stay single however long you want. Like don't go on a date for however long you want. They're like, you know, it's easier said than done, but like don't take pressure from friends. Like, hey, get out there. I have someone for yeah. you. I mean, I get that all the time. And then like, it's so endearing. I love that. But it's like, sometimes you're just not ready for it. And like, it's, it's so okay. I cannot emphasize that enough. But at least for me, I mean, I uh, had a long, one of my, my first relationship was from uh, high school going into college and then dated for a year or two. And then uh, it was like about three or four years ago, dated for about a year or two. And at least after the last relationship, I, it, I probably, I don't know, maybe it was like three, four months or like two months. It was something like, it was like fairly early on, but it was like, I broke up with him and I felt validated in my reasonings. And so I, I don't know, it, my processing was a little bit different, maybe in like mm-hmm. the receiving end, if that makes sense. And so I got on the apps because it's like, how do you meet people nowadays? So downloaded Hinge, uh, like made a little profile and stuff. And so uh, went on a date with a guy and I knew I wasn't ready because it was like so early, mm-hmm. so early afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I like wanted to go and like have a good time and honestly, just like be wind and dined. Like what girl doesn't? So we went to to rallies of like the Dallas people know it was like a nice little Italian spot. So fun, like great date spot. And I was just honest about like, Hey, just got out of this relationship and like still working through it. And uh, I mean, he was so, so nice about it. Like such Mm -hmm. a gentleman, not like emphasize that. And yeah. And then was honest and then just, you know, went our own ways. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe that was like, I didn't think about it as like using him. I was like, let's just have a good time. Cause I'm always like, you, you never, never know. know, you never know. Like you really don't. And so, but then I realized from that, that like, I actually wasn't really ready. I was just like wanting to like go out and like have some fun basically mm-hmm. uh, just by fun, just going on the date. But I mean, yeah. I feel like there's, yeah, there's just no right or wrong answer on like 
what to do. I feel like I probably wasn't like truly fully ready to go on dates and like actually in my mind, like, okay, I'm ready to like love someone again Mm -hmm. until, I don't know, six months after, a year after, you know, whenever like it typically, I don't know, just happens. Sometimes it's like you're ready and like someone's not there and or no one's asking you on dates or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean. Can I ask you what does ready you know, we're saying the word, oh, when you're ready, when you feel ready, but what did ready look like for you or feel like for you? That's a good question. I feel like it was just like a piece, you know, mm-hmm. like you, it's like hard to like pinpoint, but you just feel like a piece and like a bit of like maturity. Like I felt like mm-hmm. I was like emotionally, like mentally and emotionally past the relationship and was moving forward. Cause then it was yeah. like, I me, mean, you're always going to think about Maybe not always, but I think sometimes you, especially when you're single, you're going to think about your past relationship, even oh, going yeah. into like a new one. It just happens. And um, it's not like you have feelings for them, like you want to date them again, but it's just, you have thoughts of them. And so, um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I just um, started to separate those thoughts of that person as mm. like not romantic anymore. Just like, hey, I truly care for their well being. Now I'm moving on. And yeah going forward. So, but I'm like a on and off switch person. So it's like, I, once I turn it that side off, then I'm good. Mm -hmm. And I can like turn the side on. And I rarely like go back on like things that I've said or done. Right. Your decisions are at least helpful. Yeah. And I think I had, like, I'm good. At least I try to be good with like a clean break. Like, okay, I'm done. We're moving on. Like, so it's not like I like then talked to my ex later and like, then we got back together. Like I realized I'm ready to date again. I'm ready to like, meet someone, eventually find my husband, we're moving forward. Yeah. I think yeah. that makes sense in terms of kind of defining a little bit more of, of what ready looks like. Yeah, that's true. What would you say? Or would you differ from that? A lot of my feelings and thoughts probably align closely with what you said. For me, it really, it was kind of at what lens did I view those memories on or in, I guess, I don't know how to fully explain it. Like in my head, I'm a very like visual person. So it's yeah. like, you know, the saying of like rose colored glasses. It's not that, but like get that idea of when I was still very much in the breakup and thinking about that person pretty continuously, um, I was viewing the relationship just more through, yeah, of what what our life could have been like together and like the time that we shared together and just like really in that. And then when I felt more ready, it was looking back more of like, oh my gosh, I'm just so grateful for that time and for that person. But I can see more clearly, you know, it's like a different lens has been put on that it just wasn't supposed to continue for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. But I can still look back with just like an immense amount of gratitude. Um for that person and what role they played in my life. And, and hopefully vice versa. I can't speak for them, of course. Um, but I, I think that for me is when I felt ready. And then when I felt that I had mental capacity, so they, yeah. you know, I'm, I think I'm restating something I may have already said, but they didn't, the percentage of time that they took up in my head had just diminished greatly in terms of yeah. what it was. So there's more room for the idea or possibility of someone new. Oh, absolutely. You're you then have process speed over that person and then you can, you know. Yeah. And again, yeah. it doesn't mean that, that I never think of that person or that 
right. you know, there's any ill will there. And, and maybe for some people, things happen in your relationship. You know, um, I was very lucky that that was not the case for me. So it's just, yeah, looking back really fondly and, and grateful for the person and still wanting and hoping the best for them. Yeah. Um, but so when you are ready, you mentioned it earlier, you're like the only way to meet people now, I feel like is through <laughs> apps and through whether that's Hinge or Bumble or I don't know what, you know, the other ones are. Maybe if you're like super elite, you're on Raya and you're just like out there living. I don't know. That was really <laughs> confusing. I downloaded it for a little bit, but I was like, I wow. have no idea how it works. <laughs> Could not tell you. I I have no idea. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like illiterate when it comes to dating apps. I feel like no, I'm just like the only one that, I, that made sense. But you're more literate than me. I okay. So here's the thing. So I think there's one thing I want to tackle. Yeah. Because this and this is not one of our like planned questions. So sorry if I'm like the okay, right around you. Yeah. Do you think that that is the only way to make, meet people? No, like, of course not. Well, no. Okay. No. So let me let me rephrase. Of course, it's not the only way. But do you <laughs> feel that it is? the most likely way that you would meet someone in today's world that we live in? That's a good question. Like I, I want to say yes, but I'd say like literally as of today, present day, Sunday, I, the last two guys that I've like been kind of talking to, I've been organically. I've just met them through friends. Mm -hmm. Like, so that is odd to have like two back to back organically. So I, yeah, I mean, maybe I should say in summary, I think, yes. Like if I go back and think about like, you know, I don't know, like just maybe like my friends that have met people, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of 50-50. So maybe I'll go with that answer. It's probably like 50-50 that like some will meet on dating apps, some will meet organically. Like I think even if you're on dating apps, you just meet people organically. Like that's just, you kind of got two paths going, you know, and like hopefully hopefully one works for you. Parallel journey. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. What would you say? Like I, I don't know. I, yeah, 50-50 or would you say something different? I don't know what my percentage breakdown would be. I want to think that it is not the majority because goodness do I strongly dislike them. <laughs> but I know that they're yeah. I know they're successful, right? I know there is I have several friends who have met their partners and like, like spouses the dating, on the date, Yeah, yeah. Hear, the dating is different when you're like dating organically and you're dating through an app. And I think that's what's like deters people from it. Cause it was like, it, yeah. Anyway, sorry. You're feel, and, and I'm one of those, no, I'm one of those people. It feels really unnatural. I, yes. I don't like small talk. I, I don't, I don't love the initial meeting of someone that I don't meet before. I'm much more of like, I'd rather like, yeah, be a mutual friend. And I've met you a couple of times and like, it's yeah. a little, well, it's a blind easier day. to navigate. Sometimes yeah. I like forget that. Like you are also, meeting somebody, you're meeting a stranger off the internet. Are you crazy? I'm just kidding. Oh, I, do this. I do it all the time. Maybe. <laughs> but also, I just do not enjoy the freaking messaging. Hey, how's your week? So surface. I know. And I get it. Like there is like there is an inherent like it it, it is what it is. Um, I'm just like not the witty, fun, cute texter. Yeah. And so I feel self-conscious about it, which is fair. So I've actually started doing this, which someone like did to me once. And I was like, oh, that's genius. But they were just, they were just like forthcoming. They're like, hey, this is really awkward over here for me. Um, you seem like a cool person. If you ever want to hang out, like here's my number. If not, like no it's worries. They're like, that's oh, great. That's actually kind of genius. Those like, yeah, make an immediate plan. Like, yeah, I totally agree. That's awesome. But it also like sets a stage of like, hey, this is not going to be where we like 
messaging over this app is not going to be where we make this happen. Yeah. Maybe it is for some people. More power to you. Send me your tips. Make make send me your unprofessional opinion about how you do that. <laughs> I am all ears. But how do you how have you either navigated for yourself the dating app world or how have some of your friends successfully navigated being on apps? Yeah. Especially I when think- it feels so excruciating. It does. It feels like it's a job. Like I, I'll, I'll start with saying like, I am terrible at dating apps. Like I, it sounds so bad. Sometimes they use it as a dopamine boost. Like who doesn't love to just like, you know, get people that reply to them or, you know, or other times it's like, wow, like these are the people that like me. Um, but I mean, it's, I don't use it consistently. And I think if you use, if you like want to meet someone, which is like, that's why everyone's on there. You need to be consistent. Like I will literally check it every like two weeks. Mm. You're not going to have any like deep conversation every two weeks. So like they'll ask like, how was your weekend? And, like two weeks later, I'm like, so sorry. I don't check this often. <laughs> I'm like, it's so busy over here. Crazy yeah. weekend. Like it's just, I just forget. And I, I guess I don't have notifications on, but I just forget. I don't enjoy getting on the app. So I'm not going to like be checking them often. And like, yes, I would love to like find that person that's for me. But for some reason, I just like, it just gets kind of exhausting, you know, going to, like you said, like having those surface level conversations. And so I need to be consistent on it. Like it's, it's not good, but I do, I did have a friend that met her husband on it and it like, she, I feel like had the best like theory when it comes to like meeting someone on the app. So she got on it for the first time and was like, I am going, she was like determined, like, I'm going to meet, I'm going to meet okay. somebody. And yeah, she was like, and- ready she was ready. Like I, she was dating like three or four guys at the same time, like constantly like feeding through different guys yeah. just to like going on dates with them and just seeing if it would work out. And maybe she's doing a date number two or just date number one. And so she's going through all these guys and like over like a couple, it felt maybe like months or something. She's just constantly dating these guys because she's, that's how you do it. You need to, you don't know these people on the apps. So she's just going through all these guys, which mm-hmm. is like what I do, but like every like six months. Cause it's like, Oh man, that didn't work out. Like, okay, I'm bummed out. Yeah, Yeah. another six months. But no, constantly she's going through everybody, and I like coined it as like skiing through guys. For some reason, I just like visualize the moguls. Yeah, you said you're you're like a visual person. I'm like she's skiing. She's just like and like there's a little bump, and she's like like goes over the bump. You know, like that's how I envisioned it. And literally, I mentioned that at her at my maid of honor speech at her wedding. I was like, that's how she found her husband. She was skiing through guys and found this amazing guy, and literally they are perfect for each other. But it's so funny. It was, she found such success in that. And maybe not everyone does. It may not be the same for everybody, but I do feel like she was consistent. And that's the one thing that I honestly haven't been. Okay. But so you said you're not on dating apps or you are, no. or like, what is it? What is it like? No, for you? I'm on, I'm on hinge. Okay. Are you Let thriving me... or surviving? No, it's just neither. Just <laughs> a time. I'm the person <laughs> Who will have it, hate it, pause it, have it, hate it, pause it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, again, I think they're great. Uh, I think they there's a place for them and there is um, success that can be found in them. I haven't found that success, which is okay. You know, that's not – I'm not over here knocking yeah. dating apps. I'm knocking them for myself personally. I've never, uh, like, dated anybody long-term that was from the app either, so I get it. Yeah, and it's – I think what you said earlier makes the most sense to me of – it's – I look at it as of, like, the parallel. Would I love to maybe meet someone more organically? 
Absolutely. It just feels to me a bit easier in all honesty. I mean, in terms of having the, the possibility of running into someone in like this, you know, what do they say in movies? Like the meet cute moment, not as likely. So it's so funny you say that just to like quickly interject. I was talking to my brother a couple weeks ago and he was like so curious about apps because it's like, he just, it wasn't like his generation to use apps. Okay. So I'm showing him it, it all and he's like, just like so mind blown that mm-hmm. like every people really use this. A lot of people use this and he's like, it takes the fun out of dating. Like mm-hmm. it takes the aha moment or like, you know, seeing someone across the bar, across the room and like, it takes the chase away. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. so funny that you say that. Cause that's exactly what my brother said is like the downturn on it. And I, I agree. I agree. I agree. And I think to his point too, in the same way that it takes away like the fun and like the potential like spontaneity of it all, yeah. of, like meeting organically, it also opens the door to be a lot more shady. And I'm calling myself out on Ooh, this of like, okay. it's so much, you're sitting behind a screen. You've never met this person. There's less, you know, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Find it, Morgan, find it. I'm not going to find it, but there's less accountability. I found it of, like treating the person with like the type of care that you would want to. Like, I don't know. You you think of the whole thing of ghosting, right? Mm-hmm. A lot less likely to do that if you're just meeting someone like randomly in a bar or a coffee shop or wherever you meet them. There And I've, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I have not been as like responsive to people as I probably should have been. And I think for me too, that's what I don't like about it. I don't like how I am on it because it's easier for me to shy away from being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. rather than just like having the conversation of like hey I don't really feel this is gonna go like where we hope it's you know whatever I don't know whatever it is um and so that's another piece of it but um yeah so I, I I'm on it I don't love it I think the biggest thing for me too is you kind of get in your head about maybe this is just me about kind of what are you putting out there you know I mean mm-hmm. everyone has different intentions in dating um, and I, that is the one benefit I will say of the app is like, you can clearly see what someone's intentions you can. are. If someone's yes. like figuring out my dating goals, best of luck on that journey for you, <laughs> but I'm not going to help you figure that out. Like, that's just not like what I'm, I'm here for. It's so much time. It's like, it's if good. you see like this like really, really cute guy at the bar, it's like, maybe he is figuring out his dating goals and you don't you know, know that until you're a year in the relationship. Like, you, I, I mean, I it does save then. time. Yeah. Hopefully you know sooner. <laughs> But it's true. It's like, that is such, I mean, oh my gosh, even just like, do they smoke? Like, do they drink? Like, what's their religion? Like just the, some like kind of main things you can instantly see and choose whether or not you want to pursue that. But now I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. Because the downside of that is, is like, I think those things are important and alignment is important, but also you're maybe not being as open as you could be. There's a lot more ability to be like, you're like picky. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Where it's like, well, maybe not. Like, I, I mean, think I've gotten me and my, me and my, my, my partner, we were not, we were not very similar on like certain things, but yeah. we still had a wonderful relationship for many years. So I don't know. Maybe people would have different opinions on that, but my, just our unprofessional being in it. <laughs> well, yeah. And like, I'm talking about myself. So I'm going to get yeah. my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but. I think being open to all potential ways to meet a person is 
going to be your best bet. And if you're like in going back to Miss Wonderful T Swift, if you're in your mastermind era, so to speak, where you're just like, I'm out here to ski through men and find or or women, (laughs) whatever floats your boat to find me a person, go for it. That is going to be a great place for you because you got, you got the app, you got life and see what happens. Yeah, I love this. I could talk all day about this. I, I think know. it's so fun. But I'm so happy we've got three other episodes on this. So it's right. great. We have, we, have guys. we have different questions and they get more and more fun. So I'm excited for those. Yeah. But let's go ahead and kind of put a bow on this, uh, on these specific questions. So again, first okay. one was, you know, how do you know when you're ready to put yourself out there uh, in the dating world after a breakup? So we've been talking about, uh, I think it's, you know, we're both on the similar thought process that it's whenever you're ready, it's going to look different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are, everyone's like, when you end a breakup, like it could have been good. It could have been bad. Like it, you have no idea. So just trust your heart. Like when you feel comfortable to do that. Uh, Yeah. Any takeaways for that too? No, just reflect, like reflect, reflect, check in with yourself, bounce it off people that you trust and see where your head's at. I think that's going to give you the most clarity to sum it up. Yeah. And then the last one was like, how do we survive the dating apps? And I think for us, at least for me, my summary is consistency. I've seen it work time and time again, and that's just how you're going to do it. Or if you just don't like dating apps, like screw it, do something else. Like do yeah. some, You don't need to do that. Don't feel pressured to be on a dating app or to go on all these dates or to be dating. Like it is okay to live in the season that you're in and be so happy with where you're at. Um, so yeah, if you want to go on dating apps, if that's what you want, I think your point was great, Morgan. Like it's be open to not being so picky. You know, we see everybody's preferences and you know a lot about someone before you even, you know, see two or three pictures. So uh, yeah, just be open. I think that's like speaking for myself, be open, Heather. But yeah, Yeah. anything else on that one? No, I I think the only thing I would add is just represent yourself authentically. Like be who you are on there because- Well, yeah. And just don't try to, don't try to be someone you're not because eventually you can only hide who you are for so long. And if you're, you're displaying yourself in a way that you think is just going to get you more likes, but it's not being true to who you are, you're not being fair to yourself or the other person. But that would be the only kind of little add on that I would give. But like you said, I'm excited to dig into more questions on this and I, you know, see where we, where it leads us. Right. Well, we are so happy that you guys joined us today. If you enjoyed listening to our unprofessional opinions, you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, please share with your friends, leave us a review. We all love that. You know, Morgan and I really prioritize growth. So we want to hear your thoughts to catch up on the latest and to know when new episodes are being posted. Follow us on Instagram at unprofessional opinion underscore. Of course, if you have any questions or you'd like us to answer any of your questions in a future show, please DM us. Uh, I'm so excited for at least what's to come. We've got a couple episodes on partnerships. At least next week, we'll be talking about, uh, you know, really going through the games or is there a game in dating? I don't know, but uh, we'll see you next time.